Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code COLLEGEDRAFT to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. Pour yourself a cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Ross Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Yeah, it is Daddy Soda time here on the College Draft Podcast, presented, of course, by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Most of you already know this. More importantly, you can check me out now on social media, at Ross Tucker NFL. And you can check out all of our great content, at Ross Tucker Pod on social media, or YouTube.com. Slash Ross Tucker NFL already recorded the Ross Tucker football podcast today with my official AFC predictions. Wednesday will be my official NFC predictions. Tomorrow we will have Steve Fezzik on the Even Money Betting Podcast talking about which games he's betting on preseason NFL Week One. Speaking of YouTube, speaking of betting. Speaking of college football, I want to bring on the man, the myth, the legend at F-Ball Game Plan on social media, Football Game Plan on YouTube. You can already sign up for footballgameplan.com slash 2024 draft guide, but I would tell you it's not too late to get the footballgameplan.com 2023 draft guide because you want to know who all these guys are on these 90-man rosters playing in these preseason games. Nobody does it better. And I'd also highly encourage you to check out his thread over the weekend at F-Ball Game Plan with the history of football game plan. I don't know if people realize how hard it is to do what Emory Hunt has done, but he basically has willed himself and worked himself to becoming, uh, having a very successful business and becoming a media personality. And it's really, really impressive. Hard for people to know, Emery. Look, it's hard for me because I wasn't like a star NFL player. You weren't an NFL player at all. And, and you, have, you have earned every second of this, man. I'm so proud of you. I loved going through some of your old videos and stuff over the weekend 
and seeing the different years and, and the transitions you've made. I can't believe you still like had all that stuff or the time to go through and like document all of it. Well, it was crazy. I was doing it the night before to try to get it ready to go on, on August 1st. And I'm like, I'm trying to fit it into two minutes and 20 seconds. Right. And I'm at 2018. I'm like, damn, I'm at the cutoff five years of whatever, you know, the post 2018, but it makes, it puts in perspective how long you, you have been actually doing things and rewatching it. And I'm like, man, my voice changed. I found my voice. I found more confidence in speaking. And it was, you know, hopefully it showed a lot of these new content creators that as long as you continue to work at it and you believe in what you're doing is, is something that you really truly want to do at the end, no matter how long it's going to be, it's going to work out for you. And I tell people all the time, you know, it's easier now for you to get to where we are because people are more accepting of, you know, non-traditional lanes to get to the top. Uh, but back then, as you know, it was like, that's YouTube, that's podcast. There's no way you have to go to, you know, some small TV station in, you know, Sewanee, Georgia, and then work your way up to a major network. Right. But it doesn't work that way. But now we know we have YouTube TV. We're on, you know, DraftKings network, you know, so it's, it's, it's easier for these guys to do it if they are committed to doing it. Um, and, and that's the biggest takeaway I, I wanted people to, to see from my story. People used to make fun of me when I would post my podcast every day and they'd be like, Oh, he's got a podcast. Cause they didn't really even know what podcasts were. Uh, and now, now all those people have their own podcast, which is laughable to me. That that's funny. Like you shouldn't be able to have a podcast if you made fun of other people for having a podcast back in the day, that should be like the only rule that's out there. So Emory, it's nuts, by the way, man, it's preseason week one, we already saw Thursday night, a bunch of guys playing in the hall of fame game. Every team will be in action this week. And we're what, uh, 19 days away from week zero and me calling my first game Hawaii at Vandy. Looking forward to seeing those two teams. Looking forward to being in Nashville. I've never been at Vanderbilt Stadium. So uh, there's a lot going on. I mean, it's happening now. I mean, all the work that you put in, and to a lesser extent on the draft guys I put in, we're about to see that play out uh, these upcoming weeks. And there's nothing that gets me angrier than when people say preseason games don't matter. Do you realize that the Eagles had the best roster in the league last year, Emery? And the best roster in franchise history. They lost the Super Bowl, whatever. Um, they had four undrafted free agents make the team. Four. And by the way, none of those guys would have made the team without preseason games. Reed Blankenship, Middle Tennessee State. Josh Job, Alabama. Uh, Britton Covey, Utah. Josh Sills, West Virginia, Oklahoma State. They had four undrafted rookies make the best roster in franchise history. Not one of those guys had a prayer without the preseason games. And not only did Blankenship make the team, but ended up becoming a starter. So at the end of the day, it's funny because people say, oh, I can't, I miss football. And we know we all saw football is back. Although to me, that's like, I didn't want to be that guy and jump in like, well, technically football has been around for the first time in history for 51 weeks. Like we've always had football this year, but I get what they're saying. NFL football is back. And then they quickly, you know, dump on the preseason. Oh, this is nobody guys to be working at UPS. Like, man, these dudes worked hard to get to this point, to have an opportunity and people dump on it and consistently do so. 
despite we just saw Reed Blankenship make significant plays, end up being the starter, and is counted on this year to be a significant piece of that defense as well. So we know, guys, uh, especially when you watch spring football, you know there's only a finite you know amount of space on an NFL roster, so it's hard to make the NFL. And if you do, as an undrafted free agent, tip your hat. And these guys that may end up getting cut are not bad football players. It's just a numbers game at that level. So preseason definitely matters. Well, and Emery, we, I think we talked about Reed Blankenship a couple years on this show. Somehow he kept being draft eligible for like four <laughs> years. He had another year, another year. I mean, he's, he's, he's like a college draft podcast all-star. This episode, by the way, is sponsored by BetterHelp. I am a big fan of and big believer in therapy and talking with people. You know, we all go through something in life, right? I just was with people over the weekend uh, that were having different issues with their kids or issues professionally. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that talk about how they've benefited from therapy, being able to talk to someone, a professional. If you're thinking or starting therapy, I highly recommend you give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash draft today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash draft Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Emery, let's dive into the running backs. So we only have a few weeks left. So this week we're going to do the running backs, the tight ends, the wide receivers that have jumped out to you. Next week we'll do O-line, D-line. Week after that we'll hit some of the linebackers and secondary guys that jumped out to you. And then it's week one. Uh, It jumped up up on us fast this year. For the running backs, uh, let's start with a couple of Big Ten boys. How about Braylon Allen? from Wisconsin who burst on the scene in a major way as a 17-year-old a couple years ago. It was like 240 pounds and fast and looked incredible. Yeah, and that's the thing. He was 17 years old when he jumped off uh, the porch and and, and really was a a star in the Big Ten. So you're looking at a guy that's 19 years old, 20 years old right now, or going to be a 20-year-old potentially rookie. Uh, potential rookie in the NFL. So big fan of him because he's a big back with speed. And, you know, there's a couple of guys this year that fit that MO. We're starting to see now these bigger backs return. 
um, and planning this air raid offense, if you have a tailback that can legit go, you know, to the house from anywhere on the field at, at that size, it kind of inclines your offense to be a little bit different than the, most of the air raid offenses we we've seen over the course of the year. They've never had a back like Braylon Allen. So I'm excited to see how he does this year and what I think will be his final season in Wisconsin. I'm also really curious to see their offense. You know, I mean, we're so used to Wisconsin, Emory, for so many years, knowing exactly what to expect. It's different now. I mean, it's it's a different offense now. And I'll be curious to see what their line looks like, how much they feed Braylon Allen. Uh, Going to be interesting for sure. What about the other Big Ten running back? I think a lot of people thought was going to leave school, but uh, he had an injury and elected to go back to school. That's Blake Corum from Michigan. I think for him it was more along the lines of, I don't want to go into the draft process uh, with a red flag, a medical red flag, so let me come back and prove my, my, my worth, that I'm healthy. So I can understand both sides. I understand why he went back, but I also would have understood why he would have gone if he wanted to leave last year because you don't want to risk it again. But He's someone that, you know, is perfect for their offense because he has very good vision, able to work front side to back side, and is someone that keeps your offense on pace because you rarely see him lose yards. So he's someone I think that, uh, you know, has that, that potential to be a James White or Deion Lewis type at the next level. And I'm excited to see him come back healthy. And, and going back to Wisconsin right quick, uh, people are, you know, trying to figure out what Phil Longo's offense is going to look like. Think back to North Carolina when he had Javonta Williams and also uh, Michael Carter running that offense, and they both went over 1,000 yards, I believe. So now they have two backs at Wisconsin. That's excellent. So this offense is going to be fun to watch this year. That is a, that's a really good point. They did run the crap out of the ball that year. Um, and Blake Corum, that, that would have been a tough decision, man. Um, you know, I think NIL has kind of changed – the dynamic a little bit where he could come back and still get um, a lot of money. I mean, if he was going to be a later round pick after the knee injury, maybe they gave him enough money that it was offsets what he would have made this year in the NFL. What about a guy? I mean, you want to talk about a running back name. How about rocket Sanders from Arkansas? You, you, you think someone named rocket Sanders would be like five, eight, one eighty five. Like he's like six, two, six, one and a half. 230, you know what I'm saying? And he has good bursts. Now, he's not as fast as Braylon Allen, in my opinion, uh, but he does have a quick burst. Once he breaks through that first wave, he can quickly accelerate and get to his top speed. So for him, it's about just finding that lane and being able to hit that crease. So when you factor in, the, you know, him having the benefit, and I talked about this ad nauseum about, you know, mobile quarterbacks aiding the run game, he's with the perfect sidecar and K.J. Jefferson because you have to respect Jefferson's ability to run the ball. So it opens up a, you know, a lane or gives him a more advantageous uh, picture you know, once he has the football. And Sanders is someone that definitely doesn't get tired as the game goes on and definitely is able to have that burst that he had in the first quarter deep into the fourth quarter. So he definitely gives them a chance and has a chance, in my opinion, to be one of these backs that we're talking about. Let's say you know, second-round type pick. Before we get to the wide receivers, Emery, we were talking about the preseason games. This might be the best time to take your family to, a, to an NFL game. I mean, I'm looking right now. You could come see me in Baltimore, Eagles at the Ravens. 
The cheapest ticket right now is $24. I see $29, $32. They got some lower bowl seats that look really good. Section 111 for $55. I mean, 109 for $58. So to be able to get down close to the action. And the reality is, a lot of times, you know, you're, it, it, it's really expensive to go to regular season games. To be able to take your whole family to a preseason game and it's the same uniforms. If you have young kids, they almost don't really know the difference that much anyway. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. I'm a huge fan of game time, huge fan of you guys using it. And then send it to me, Ross at RossTucker.com, so you can get in the best ball draft with me and Joe. Just snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use code draft for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code draft for $20 off. Download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Emery, let's dive into the wide receivers. And I know this guy's pretty good. I I guess I'm curious to hear what you have to say about him. Marvin Harrison Jr. from Ohio State. It's funny because, you know, Ross, I, I call high school football games in the state of Pennsylvania, and I also do a weekly uh, PA prospects to watch um, across the state, Eastern, Central, and Western PA. And I previewed Marvin Harrison Jr. when he was coming out when he played high school ball. So I was always impressed with how he was able to catch the football and pluck the ball up from the top. Um, but he really grew into his frame. You know, he thickened out a little bit more. He was a lean high school player. Um, you expect that to happen in college football. He's a fantastic receiver. I, I do feel like we've gotten to the point of hyperbole when talking about Marvin Harrison Jr. Now he's the best prospect since insert greatest receiver of all time. But he's a really good prospect, definitely a first-round talent. Um, but I like the fact that he has you know, filled out his frame and, and understood how to play at that size. Because, again, coming out of high school, he was someone that was a – rail thin, um, but filled out his frame, was still able to be an excellent route runner, developed more so as a route runner over the course of his career, which is why he's now a, a top-tier prospect. I don't really know much about these other receivers. We always talk about Harrison Jr., Harrison Jr. What about Malik Neighbors from LSU? I was a big fan of Malik Neighbors last year going into the season than I was of Christian Bouti. Um, when you think about neighbors there was one play in particular was so benign i i want to say it was against uab it was like a five yard out and he caught the ball it was an impossible catch right but it was just so routine for him like man this dude has insane hands on such a benign play that was like middle of the game or whatnot and i was like this dude got the juice and then you now you've seen him go into the season you know return kicks be a, a tremendous threat you know, be their number one guy. And he is someone to me that's going to continue to go on an upward trajectory based on what we saw last year and what we saw in 2021. So I'm a big fan of neighbors. I think he could also find himself in the first round if he continues on that upward trend. Juice Wells from South Carolina, Emory? Was also at James Madison when they were still at FCS and was outstanding as a freshman. So outstanding, Ross, I was like, how did this guy end up at James Madison? He was an All-American. He was tremendous for the Dukes. Transfers up at the time 
to South Carolina and picked up right where he left off. So it shows you not only how good the CAA is because he was able to hit the ground running in South at South Carolina, but also how great of a talent he is individually because he was able to hit the ground running against South Carolina. And this is someone to me that's going to find himself again uh, being a, a first-round pick because of how well he can play the short game, how well he tracks the ball deep down the field. He has strong hands at the catch point. All of those things that you want your receiver to do, he does it in spades. And uh, last, I didn't realize he was a JMU transfer, by the way, but last but certainly not least, um, Lad McConkey from Georgia. Really curious to hear your breakdown of Lad. Listen, this is my Stetson Bennett of this year. Remember how a couple years ago when I was talking about Bennett and people need to take him seriously and everybody was like, oh, that's crazy. But look at Bennett now drafted, playing with the Rams, might end up playing, starting some games this year for Los Angeles. McConkey to me, and I'm not saying it's a one-to-one, but his ability and how he is able to quickly accelerate on the deep ball and track it and get open consistently deep down the field, it's very much Lance Allworth-like, right? When you watch him play, he doesn't look like he's physically imposing, but they can't get a good grasp on him at the top of the route. He's able to accelerate to the ball and accelerate to create his own separation. And every time I look up, he's making a big play at a crucial part of the game. I'm a big fan of Lad McConkey. I will say this, Emery, you were without question way ahead of everybody else on Stetson Bennett. Everybody else said, not a prospect, you know, he'll, he'll be undrafted. You were like, I'm telling you he's good. I'm telling you he's good, and he's a prospect. Sean McVay agreed with you. Sean McVay <laughs> takes him in the fourth round. He's the Rams' backup, and if Stafford has injuries, he's going to play this year. And, gonna, and, and, and will play well. He fits that offense perfectly because he's athletic. He throws well on the move, stronger arm than you, than you think, and he's a gamer. We just watched him two years in a row win back-to-back national championships for Georgia against Alabama and against um, Ohio, not Ohio State, but against TCU. This dude is exactly what you want, someone that's polished, pro-ready, ready to go, not afraid of the big moment, in the perfect offense. He's going to be – I can't wait to watch him in the preseason. All right, last but not least, Emery, let's dive into some of these tight ends. And we obviously have to start back in Georgia with Brock Bowers. I am always so impressed, Emery, with true freshmen that are able to excel at these elite schools right away. Um, I don't know how Georgia gets – he's from like Napa Valley or something in California. Like I – I don't even know how Georgia finds out about these guys, let alone gets them to go to Georgia now. It's unbelievable. I never remember in my life a guy from the Bay Area or Napa Valley going to Georgia, but here we are. He did it, and he's been awesome, awesome both years. Yeah, it's crazy because Georgia used to have a certain type at tight end. Uh, There used to be these tall guys that had some athleticism. You talk about Randy uh, McMichael. You also talk about – or uh, McDaniel, um, McMichael. Yeah, Randy um, McMichael, that, yeah. McMichael that played with the Dolphins. Then you have uh, Leonard Pope was a tall guy. You have Darnell Washington. Those are usually the Georgia wide receivers um, that they use, uh, tight ends that they used to get. And McMichael was quietly ahead of his time. This dude was a fantastic athlete and receiver. He was kind of like that first cross between what we see now at that flex position. But now they got this second run of these athletic tight ends that are, that are really good. And, and when you think about – someone 
like Bowers, he's he's kind of reminds you of that Randy McMichael, that uh, Jeremy Shockey, those type of tight ends that we saw in that era of you know athletic flex tight ends. I think he's next in line. He's a he's a no brainer first round pick in my opinion. Someone that probably could have played in the NFL as a freshman or as a sophomore. He was physically developed, great athleticism, and was dominant from day one. Yeah, I can just uh, I can just see offensive coordinators in the NFL dying to get him on their team for matchup nightmares. Uh, he's so good run after the catch. I'm really curious to see what kind of NFL player he becomes. You also, you know, it's funny with the running backs and the receivers, we didn't get any, into any of your small school guys, Emery, but there's a couple of small school guys you like at tight end. Let's start with Alex Larson at St. John's, Minnesota. Yeah, St. John's, the Johnnies. This is someone that is uh, 6'7", probably is going to measure in that 6'6", uh, knowing the NFL. You know, they, they take height away from you. But he's super athletic. Great program out there at St. John's and, and great staff, great coaching, great development. I remember speaking to their head coach uh, on my show two years ago, and he was like, man, what I love about this program is that we have 200 guys out there, you know, and so we're able to develop guys and have a JV and really bring guys up through the program. So he wasn't shocked to see how quickly someone like Larson was able to develop within this scheme, within the system. And this is a, a, a great prospect. He was on the NFL radar last year. He's someone that, that is, can win one-on-one. It's kind of like Robert Tunyon and what he brings to the table. So expect to see him in either the Shrine game or Senior Bowl um, or at, at, at least a Hula Bowl this upcoming postseason. I love it. I love it, Emery. Uh, the other guy you got is Owen Glasgow. From LIU, they don't have a very good program, Emery. They're having a tough time winning games. He must be pretty good. But they have fantastic uniforms, Ross, and a fantastic <laughs> nickname. They're the Sharks. We don't have Sharks in college football, right? We don't have – no one has that nickname. That's like Raging Cajuns, right? That's so unique. So the Long Island University Sharks, great color scheme, great combination of uniforms. But Glasgow was a former Penn State guy. Then he transferred to LIU where he's quietly developed and become a stud. He can block on the move as an H-back, block in line, but also can win one-on-one. Had a really good game against Penn State, you know, um, when they when it played them a couple years ago. It was, it was open a lot, able to catch the football with his hands, strong, physical guy. Another one of these postseason all-star game type prospects is going to find himself uh, garnering a lot of attention because he's 6'5", 250, uh, could even be 6'4", 260. So he's, he's got size to hold his own at the point of attack, but is a very good receiver as well. You always need to check him out on social media at F-Ball Game Plan because he's a stud, especially this time of year because any guy during the preseason, when they make a play within 10 seconds at F-Ball Game Plan will be tweeting the scouting report from a guy you've never even heard of Emery's already put in the work. Check him out. Check me out at Ross Tucker NFL. Check out us out at Ross Tucker Pod. The keg is kicked. We are all tapped out. Thanks for listening to the College Draft Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, Even Money, and the Business of Sports. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.